This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is your Times afternoon briefing for Monday the 25th of September. Rishi Sunak has said he won't comment on the speculation around scrapping the Birmingham to Manchester leg of HS2. The Housing Minister, Rachel McLean, from the Department for Leveling Up, told us that ambition for levelling up projects remains and that nothing has been decided so far. There's no announcement yet that they've made. I know they're looking at that, as you would expect any responsible Chancellor to do. But I think I'd make the point that levelling up is vitally important. It's a manifesto commitment that we were all elected on. The amount of significant funding that's gone into transport projects across the north is something like £33 billion since we've been in office. So our commitment remains. Former Deputy Prime Minister Lord Heseltine and former Chancellor George Osborne have written in The Times that cancelling the HS2 rail project is an act of huge economic self-harm. Lord Heseltine told Times Radio that promises made to voters and investors must be kept. You just can't have a government that says it's going to do a big infrastructure project, which means that lots of people um, invest very significant sums of money as a consequence believing in it and then cut the ground from underneath their feet. The Labour mayor of Greater Manchester, Andy Burnham, also does not want the government to cancel the line. HS2 builds also the enabling infrastructure for what's called Northern Powerhouse Mm. Rail. And if you scrap HS2, you're basically scrapping that east-west line across the north of England as well. And most people here in Bolton, if you were to ask them, would probably say that is the the highest uh, priority. Senior Met Police officers have been meeting firearms officers who are worried about their futures, as a colleague of theirs has been charged with murder for shooting an unarmed man. Chris Cabber died last September, and the police officer who shot him has not been named. Some firearms officers have handed back their weapons permits in protest. Harry Tangi, a former firearms police officer and author, told Times Radio why officers are nervous now to carry out their duties. The huge majority are ordinary men and women going to do their job. And unfortunately, with armed response officers now, they're thinking, I'm being asked to go to some very, very hostile incidents day after day. I've got to make a split decision. Mm. First of all, am I going to hesitate or is my colleague going to hesitate now? And therefore, someone's going to lose their life because they're thinking, well, when I shoot, I could be on remand for murder. The Hollywood Writers Union has reached a tentative agreement with major film studios, meaning their strike action is likely to end. The Writers Guild of America, which represents 11,500 writers, said the deal had meaningful gains and protections for writers. They've been striking since May. Showbiz journalist Jeannie Wolfe, who's in L.A., told Times Radio how they've reached a point of consensus. It seems that across the board, they've reached some agreement on every one of the issues. Uh, The big issues were residuals, payment for programs that become successful, payments for repeats of those programs. And they say, though, the formula will change a little bit. People can expect that. For more stories, listen throughout the day to Times Radio.